This is From Paint to Purpose, a podcast by FCP Services, where we believe people drive growth. Exploring topics related to company culture, leadership, and construction industry insights. Now your host. Welcome, everybody. Today we have Matt Stroik from State Farm. We are going to talk about something that we often overlook, and it's super important for all businesses, and that's business insurance. Hi, Matt. How are you? Hey, doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, You know, it's always um, something that I want to talk about, and a lot of people seem frustrated whenever it comes to that, and it's insurance. So tell me, how did you get started in the industry? Yeah, so no one really grows up thinking, yeah, I'm going to jump into insurance and, you know, do insurance for the rest of my life. So, yeah, I was no different. I started off as a teacher. You know, I was really, really close to becoming, you know, a certified teacher at school, but, you know, decided I had a different calling for me. And, yeah, jumped into insurance just as something that, you know, I like to talk with people and there was a little bit of the education piece that went with it where most people just don't really know a lot about their policy. And it's nice to be able to educate them and just, you know, feel like you're uh, making a difference. (laughs) So um, let's say um, I want to take this towards construction more. Um, I know sometimes you have to insure some subcontractors with what is called umbrella insurance, right? What does that look like? Yeah, there's a lot of different, well, two different types of insurance for contractors. That is super important. It's the contractor policy itself plus work comp. So the contractor policy, the contractor policy, especially if you hire subcontractors, you know, let's say you're a renovation company where you just renovate houses and stuff. Well, unless you have in-house plumbers and in-house construction people, it's difficult to, um, well, I don't want to say difficult, but unless you have those types of uh, people, you have to find subcontractors to perform that type of work. So unless you have a, a W2 plumber on your payroll, mm-hmm. you'll have to find a subcontractor plumber And just like that previous example, if I have a company, you know, Matt's construction company, and Mm -hmm. I say, yeah, no, we're going to renovate your house and everything. This plumber I have is awesome. And, you know, he's working under my label, essentially. So if he messes up his plumbing project, they might try to sue him, but they're probably going to sue me because I was the person who said, yeah, no, he's part of. Uh, part of our company, right? So when contractors are looking for subcontractors and even like sub, sub, sub contractors, sometimes depending how, like how really, really big the job is, it's important to make sure the people you hire have work comp at a contractor policy. A lot of times if those people don't have general liability policies or work comp policies, they can't even get the contract. So yeah, most contractors, you know, you should have an insurance policy and you should have work comp with your employees and stuff. And yeah, especially if you're hiring people, 
you have to make sure those people have coverage themselves or else it's going to come back. You know, they're going to come back to sue you. Given everything happening, you know, um, here and then 2020 and all that stuff, how has your industry changed? Yeah, well, people are driving a lot less, which, you know, helps the loss ratio quite a bit. But also people are saying, I'm not driving as much. Why in the heck am I paying so much insurance on this car, right? Mm -hmm. Why don't I just trade my car in and put it in my house? I don't ever, people don't leave their houses as much as they used to. So yeah, just usage has changed a little bit. Um, cars starting to drive themselves is also an interesting trend to pay attention to. There's... There's something that could happen in the next decade or two with the industry where if cars start driving themselves, like seriously, seriously driving themselves, the insurance personal lines insurance market might not exist how it is today. Because if something happens, it'll just fall back to the manufacturers, which, yeah, really would shock the industry, rock the whole industry. But yeah. Cars starting to drive themselves with, especially with those safety monitors, with not rear-ending into people, the crash numbers are down. They just, they are, which is helpful, you know, keeps rates lower for people. We get those discounts for people. So yeah, a lot of interesting, a lot of interesting trends for sure. What about um, any trends that you've noticed in the business insurance side? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, good question. With the business insurance, it's astonishing how many people are starting their own businesses at home now. Mostly, I think probably because of COVID, you know, and just, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's easier than ever to start your own business, but you know, you have the internet in a half hour and you know, mm-hmm. you're the owner of an LLC, right? So it's like, it is there's not a ton of friction to get into it but yeah you know people i don't know if they're thinking life short i don't want to work for myself for the rest of my life i want to do my own thing this is my chance or if it's you know that's going into it but home businesses is super super like i want to it must have doubled or tripled in the past years without looking at any numbers it just that's what it feels like from our standpoint so yeah also if you're working at home on like a call center type of job you have some free time right if the boss isn't always over your shoulder yeah you got some free time you can you know think about that business make some trinkets sell some widgets you know so yeah i think those those are probably what's contributing to that trend but uh, yeah, that's what's happening. Can you give us some examples of trends that have happened? Like, um, for example, like what are the more more common claims when it comes to um, business claims or workers' comp? Uh, work comp claims, they kind of vary across the board and stuff. I'm not super good with claims and that kind of a thing, but it's most of it is... An employee just lifts something incorrectly, messes their back up. Mm-hmm. Fender benders are pretty common with cars and stuff, with commercial. Just, yeah, employees scrape the car against something. Just, you know, it's 
not a bunch of huge, huge stuff. It's, you More know, the, human the smaller stuff. Yeah, exactly. More human error. Right? Business owners are people too. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> so as a insurance rep, um, what, is, what does your team look like on a... Um like a general broad sense in an office? Is it just you or is it a team of three, four? Yeah, so with insurance, it can vary um, super, super widely with how it looks. The difference with um, the difference with different companies and different, um, you know, captive agencies versus independent agencies, your captive agencies, most of them are tend to be you know, uh, four to five people or so. We have a pretty big team of 12 people. You know, we actually have two offices that we help keep up and stuff. So, yeah, with the captive side, usually four to five people's most common independent agencies. A lot of times your independent agent is just a solopreneur, just one person. But you also have independent agencies that can be a hundred people, 50 people, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people. So it does vary a little bit, but with State Farm, you know, we, you know, every, every agent can operate their office how they please to, but yeah, we have a pretty big team. So I want to switch gears here a little bit. I want to talk about um, leadership. Um, when oh. did the concept of leadership first enter your world? So I think 2014 is probably when leadership first um, entered my consciousness. Leadership, leadership means so many different things. It's, it's well, it starts with it starts with doing the right thing for all the stakeholders involved. If you don't do the right thing for the people who, you know, are the customers in your business or your neighbors in the business or the people you get your supplies from and that kind of stuff, like that's the biggest issue. So leadership is thinking about all the stakeholders involved and how you can help them just experience as much growth as they can, I guess is my definition, right? Making sure you're giving opportunities to people to grow and you know you're also growing yourself and everything but just um yeah doing the right thing for people and you have to have a certain skill um identifying opportunities is also part of leadership right and being empathetic with people understanding the emotions that people feel with leader like you know why do you think being empathetic why do you think being empathetic is important i think you have to be able to look at a person and you know identify body language signals that they're giving you identify verbal signals that they're giving you if someone comes in really excited like this and they're just so pumped like that you know it's you're not going to say hey is everything okay right Right. Is, is there anything we need to talk about? Right. Like, you know, but if someone comes in, like, oh, I'm just, you know, it's, Hey, is everything going on? Uh, is anything going on at home or is everything okay? Like just creating a safe space to talk for people, you know, just 
to feel included is important. And I think if you can't understand other people's emotions, it's hard to identify, you know, when is it time for a pep talk? When is it time to, uh, you know, sticks and carrots? When's it time to bring out the sticks? You know, and you have to just be able to understand what motivates people. And yeah, generally you have to understand what what they're thinking and feeling. So yeah, well, that's why it's really important. Why do you think it's important to keep that um, as part of your work culture? It's hard to make a difference if you don't feel safe, if you don't feel valued, if you don't feel listened to. So if you want to listen to people, um, if you want to have a good workplace and work culture in 2021 and beyond, you have to create a safe place for your people. And you have to do that by being empathetic or learning how to be empathetic. And just, it doesn't just happen, you know, people don't just have good relationships. It's, it takes effort and it, you know, it takes, takes both sides, I think. But it for sure, it for sure, for sure, for sure has to come from the company leadership first. That that's important. So um, let's talk about something else. I want to talk about advice. Yeah. <laughs> um, when a new company comes in and starts um, wanting to research the type of insurance they need for their individual company, what advice can you give someone that's looking for a company and then a um, certain policy for their business? Yeah, for sure. So first, you'll have to just, um, you know, the first question I'll have, what type of business is it? Is it a product or a service? So if it's a service, house cleaning type of service, car detailing type of service, those businesses don't have inventory at their house, right? Inventory on hand. So that's the first difference. Product type businesses. A lot of people start Mary Kay Cosmetics, for example, right? You have to have product on hand for those types of businesses. So the first thing I'll just, I'll ask is, you know, tell me about the business. Is it a home-based business? Is it a product-based business, service-based business? You know, what type of business? Second, do your products, is there, you know, what, what type of risk is associated with your products? You know, electrical service, for example, if you mess up, if you're an electrician and you mess up this house, you could burn it down, right? Mm -hmm. You say, I say, well, what kind of projects are you working on? Are you working on tiny houses or big houses, right? Oh, we're working on this house with $800,000 um, price tag on it. You know, you're going to want to have coverage for that because if you burn down that whole house, they're going to need to rebuild that whole house. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it still is going to cost 800000 So... You know, if a person's just writing unique messages on a clothespin and, you know, they sell them at craft shows and stuff, well, not a lot of risk with that. So it's just understanding the risks associated with it. And I like to talk to people because it's pretty easy to tell if a person understands the risk associated with stuff or if the insurance just goes over their head and stuff. So... Mm -hmm. You know, it's my job to make sure people understand the policies they need. And if they decide to purchase them, 
and purchase them through me, awesome. But really, it's just the education piece. It's I want to make sure you know the risks associated with it, what you should have, what could happen. And yeah, if you want to make a purchasing decision, awesome. State Farm is the best with a ton of stuff. Unfortunately, we don't do everything the best, but you know, there's a person I can connect you with. But yeah, it's really just making sure people understand their, you know, the risks associated with it. What's also awesome working with business owners is watching people win. Like when they first start their business, it's, yeah, I just, you know, I had this talent fiddled in my garage and did some stuff. And, you know, now I make custom cutting boards out of wood and stuff. That story and listening to them progress through it is super, super cool. And it's your insurance agent is sort of like a silent partner cheerleader. Because, yeah, we want to see the business succeed. We want to see it grow. We want to see you have employees. We'd love to help you with the general liability, with the work comp, with, you know, more of the bigger the business, the more the insurances, the more risk and stuff. So, yeah, we're we're right next to you cheering and, you know, sort of like a consultant in a sense, you know, a little bit with safety. But, you know, it's it's nice to um, connect with the business owner community because, yeah, it's a lot of people who just want to see each other win. And it's just really, really cool. Um, is there anything else you would like to talk about that we didn't discuss? Yeah, I want to hear what 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 um what relationship do you guys have with your insurance? Is it a good relationship, bad relationship, or yeah, how's that? How does that work? Um. Well, um, we kind of have a smooth transition because it goes through safety, depending if it's a workers' comp claim or if it's a um an injury um they do go through a middleman and then um, we send it over to our insurance company they kind of um, are the facilitators of it making sure all the process is done correctly so um, we don't really have a lot of contact with our insurance agents um, they do do inspections um, so you know we need to make sure we have everything correctly all the safety um, procedures are done um, on time and there's no violations or anything like that. So then they could be able to assess it and make sure that, um, well, so they can keep us. Cause you know, if there's a lot of violations or worker comps claims and stuff, there's a possibility that they, um, insurance can drop us. So, um, and that's a huge, um, um, negative in our bottom line. So, I guess especially if you get Anderson, dropped by an insurance company like that, then you have yeah. to go find new insurance. And it's like, hey, yeah, we were just dropped by these guys. Can you give us a great rate? They're like, oof, nope, we're probably not going to want that. So, I, yeah, I get what you're, what you're saying with that. That's cool. Yeah. But so far, it's Super been good. Cool. We haven't had any issues that are major or no communication issues. And I think the most important part, especially with your insurance, is because you don't know much about it. Um, you know, us being educated by it with, from our agents is I super important because it helps us understand um how we can avoid incidents or how we can avoid claims but yep. yeah yeah the um, loss prevention stuff is super important you know just the safety stuff in place mm -hmm. super important so um how can our um viewers connect with you yeah 
I work at a, out of a Roseville office, St. Paul. Um, yeah, Roseville, St. Paul region, you know, and I work with Chris Aulis, A-H-L-E-S, State Farm Agency. Also in White Bear Lakes. Oh, yeah, two locations you can connect with us. Um, the office number, 651-487-4204. And yeah, ask for Matt. And yeah, and home insurance old. rates and car insurance rates, we're just crushing right now. Football season's about to start. Roger's rate is in full, full, all systems go. You know, it's going well. It's going well. And then you also have a LinkedIn page, correct? I do. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll make sure to connect with you. We really appreciate um, you educating us a little more about insurance and, you know, how it helps us stay afloat. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, you know, come on and talk about this thrilling subject and everything and yeah i hope it wasn't too brutal for people to listen to but yeah i appreciate the opportunity and paint to purpose everything you're doing at, with the company is awesome it's cool to see and watch so yeah keep it up you're an awesome host and i look forward to seeing what you can do so nice work yeah bro thank you Thanks for listening. To learn more, visit fcpservices.com. Until next time, remember, people drive growth.